right, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode nine of Gaming with the Bros. What's up, everybody? Episode with, nine. I know, episode nine. Almost, almost, almost ten. Almost, almost the DD. <laughs> Double digit. I'm here with my brother Nick. Uh, my name is Harrison. So welcome, welcome to the show. Whether you're watching live or catching it on the uh, on the audio side, yeah, we definitely appreciate everyone watching. We 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 reached over um, like a hundred downloads over the last week or so. So that was pretty awesome yeah, to like cool. see. Yeah. And then like you were just telling me there's someone in uh, South, South Korea. Korea. So shout out to whoever that is. <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> if you're in South Korea listening to this, then thanks. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how you found it, but. So it was kind of a, kind of a light news week other than um, that little Nintendo Direct. And we'll talk about that here in a little bit. Yeah, but, um, it was, I mean, it was a pretty short, I won't get into it obviously, but it was, it was just a pretty short Direct for Pokemon. Talked about yeah. a couple things. Well, it's funny because like every time they announce it in direct, they're like, it's going to be approximately uh, 20 minutes or 21 minutes. It's <laughs> like really like carve out a specific time. They're really setting expectations because I yeah. think they used to do it where they just say there's a direct. Right. And then it's like kind of 10 minutes. How long is it going to be? And how yeah. many announcements can they fit within 30 minutes <laughs> or 35 minutes? But. Which I mean, I, I've, I've always, I think Nintendo always is a, they're not always the most exciting things, but like. Yeah. As far as their directs go, they do, they do do a lot of them, and they're always very specific on what they're talking about, like whether yeah. it's Pokemon or Animal Crossing or, or what have you. So, yeah, I was kind of hoping they were gonna do like a normal direct. Yeah. So I was kind of kind of bummed out that they did the Pokemon one, but I don't I mean I don't know. I mean I just, I feel like there's not a whole lot on 2020's plate in terms of Nintendo right um, now. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that towards the end of the show with the with the topic, but yeah, yeah, I feel like But um I don't know. I feel like we'll maybe get one more direct before the E3. Um Yeah, for maybe, sure. I think at least at least one more. Maybe 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 they'll do it like an Animal Crossing direct. I kind of hope they just do a like a kind of a general direct and kind of announce some new stuff or something. But Right. We'll see. Um yeah, maybe we'll get one one or two more, I would imagine before E3 and then obviously yeah. we'll get something pretty nice. I hope so. Um, let's go ahead and start off with what we've been playing. Um, I really haven't. I feel like I always say that, but I haven't. Pl- uh, I haven't played a lot of Witcher this week. Uh-huh. I've just been, you know, ever since we got back from uh, like Christmas break and stuff, we've been like slammed at work. So like, oh really? So, like I come home and like I'll play obviously a little Ring Fit, get that right. in there, and then um, I actually just canceled my gym membership because the place, the building we moved into, um, has like their own uh, gym there. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like a maybe two times as big as like a typical um, like apartment complex gym. Okay. It's, so it's, it's got some, good. yeah, it's got some pretty nice stuff and it's got, it's got everything that I need. Does um, it have like a, like a bench, like a. Yeah. It's bench. got like a bench. It's got like leg press. It's got uh, like elliptical and all, all that good stuff. It's, it's pretty much got everything. Um, nice. Everything. Jump ropes. They got jump ropes there too. Uh, Does it have no, like a bench press bimp, bench yeah. press bench? Yeah, they got one of those where you can, and you can raise it so you can do squats and two if you need to. Oh, cool! Oh, it's like, like yeah, like the uh, got like all the um, like the free weight stuff too. So if you if you nice. are doing that kind of stuff, um, so yeah, that's what I, that's what I've been doing playing playing some Ring Fit. Um, I just got into where you start doing like smoothies and stuff. Yep, and it's like it's pretty. 
I, w- I wouldn't say it's a, a full-on RPG, but it's got like some pretty nice like light pretty RPG elements. It's surprising. Yeah, I mean, well, gosh, when, whenever you were talking about it, I just wasn't expecting it to be kind of as detailed and deep as it is. Like, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Like even it's, even down to the enemies you're facing are all workout related. Yeah, and then and then it's you get like uh, I think after you fight, I think his name is Drago. Like, the second time you unlock the uh, the color specific workouts where you right. do more damage and stuff. So that that was pretty cool to see. And then uh, I think I actually it kind of bummed me out a little bit because I, I lost to I don't think I lost to Drago, but I lost to one of the. Um, so one of the fights or something and it started me all over so i was like oh my gosh i gotta like do this yeah it's and that, that's kind of a bummer i, I feel like it's a little morale yeah i feel like it should restart the fight maybe because i mean you're still obviously reworking out i mean i guess it's a win-win for either way because you get more right it's like how mad can i be like yeah i'm, still I mean, doing my I'm, just, workout. I'm really just trying to work out but yeah, it's just still a little bit annoying and i was having trouble i didn't at first but whenever i do like just the regular squats um, I don't know if it was my pants that was hitting, um, or my shorts that were, was hitting the the uh, the blue Joy-Con, but it was like causing some sort of interference. So mm-hmm. it was like I would go down the squat, and then whenever it says you know go back up to do that and get the great damage or whatever, like it it was it kept saying um, it was weak or something. So it wasn't quite calibrated right. So I just I had to calibrate th- two or three times during that session. That's weird. I've I've only had some issue like sometimes i'll have it too high or too low on my thigh yeah and that'll make it like a lot well i think the shorts i was wearing were shorter than the ones i had been wearing Mm -hmm. like the longer ones would cover it all the way but the short ones kind of kind of just hovered right over the um the stick of the joy con so maybe so it might have been pulling on it maybe that had something to do with it so i just had to like retighten it and do um, you wear it on your on your bare leg yeah yeah okay i started doing that and it it's like it's a lot more stable on there than it would like it would be on shorts yeah 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 i put it under, underneath the yeah on the direct skin or whatever um but i've also been playing um uh shovel knight treasure trove i've been diving a little bit more of those two levels the the king of cards yep the king of cards um i don't know if, if you haven't played shovel knight it is probably one of the greatest values in gaming like it is so good to oh, get that yeah. treasure trove for like I, I don't know how much it is now, maybe forty bucks or something. I think it's forty. It was like twenty I bucks got or fifteen. It for like twenty five, I think, when the Switch first came out, and then obviously I had it on the 3DS, but right. we wanted to play it on the Switch. But it's pretty cool. It's I do enjoy the fact that all the campaigns are like pretty different. I mean, it's all prequels to Shovel Knight, mm. but King Knight is more of like he kind of dashes at the opponents. And then once he hits them, he kind of jumps up in the air and he like twirls down. And then that's how you bounce off of enemies and stuff. And that's how uh, that's how you also, if you're, you know, you hit an object or something to get to do like some platforming and stuff. But I just hit the part where there's actual like card game mechanic in, in it. Okay, that's about as far as I got. Yeah, I so it's it's pretty cool. Like I, 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 I've forgotten about it. Um, I knew it was in there, but then I just wasn't thinking about it until I actually got to that part. And uh, it's pretty cool. It's like a grid-based system, and there's like two or three gems, and you have to basically fill up the entire board, but also knocking out your opponent's cards. And sometimes knocking out your cards to kind of make better plays. Right. And like some cards are you can o- that can only go left, or 
you know, if they have an arrow facing right, they can't be pushed from the right side. So it's, it's, it's pretty cool. Like it's pretty deep strategy game. And it's kind of, it kind of reminded me of the Witcher in a way, because Mm -hmm. they, you know, they had that card game in there, Gwent. And uh, I wasn't expecting to like play it a lot, but once I started playing it, like I got super into it. So it was, it was pretty cool to play. You said you've, um, go ahead. That the, the card mechanic or the card game in King of Cards that is a requirement yeah to, yeah to move forward right right yeah 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 so it's not so yeah i guess the witcher is i guess you could go through the whole game without playing a single game of gwent yeah I'm, I'm well there is sure. there there is a side quest where you play for someone's life but that's about it. i mean that's a side quest right so yeah so it kind of just in that aspect where it's like a game within a game but yeah but it looks like it looks like for King of Cards, it's more of a well, it is a requirement to advance the story. So, but yeah, that was that was pretty cool. I'll, I'll probably chop away at that game um, a little bit more. Um, it's not one of those games where I'd necessarily play for like hours and hours straight, but it's fun to like you know before bed or something, just knock out a level or you know whatever. Because yeah, they're pretty short; they're like less, yeah. probably less than twenty minutes to yeah. get through. Uh, it was kind of like the, I feel like the campaigns were a little bit harder than the original Shovel Knight. Maybe just because like the gameplay is different and it's maybe a hard harder to get used to because you're kind of used to that basic uh, yeah. gameplay mechanics. But yeah, I died quite a bit on uh, King Card so far. Just even the know. platforming was kind of yeah. I think that, well, that's really what it is. Like the enemies are, I mean, it's pretty easy. But yeah, the platforming is gave me a little bit of trouble at it's first. Uh, I think it was just more so just getting used to. <clears throat> Uh, that game so and and getting used to that style of game again yeah because i haven't played it's my laundry no (laughs) (laughs) i haven't played the shovel knight game since uh specter of torment came out yeah yeah back in march of 2017 oh so you haven't played um plague knight have you no that was yeah i I played plague knight plague knight was before specter of torment oh okay, okay that was so it was i think shovel knight was 2013 Plague was 2015, and then Spectre 2017. Oh gosh, okay. They've been bound to this Kickstarter goal for years and years. Yeah, and finally done. Hopefully, hopefully they've sold enough copies though of it to make it to make it worth it. Because yeah, they uh, yeah they've been bound to that thing for a while. And they've been pretty they've been pretty forthcoming about like their sales performance. I think mm-hmm. they said for Plague Knight, well, I know for Shovel Knight they did, it did really well, but for Plague Knight, I think it broke even. Um, okay. Yeah, on um, everything. I think Spectre and I probably did better, and then I haven't heard anything about King of Cards. But I mean, it's forty bucks for yeah, for effectively four, four games, and then yeah, a multiplayer 40. yeah mash type. Which game. that I haven't pl- is is Showdown new or was that part of the original Shovel Knight? Showdown is new. Okay, I haven't, I haven't played that. I don't really know how that goes, but I know the original multiplayer in Shovel Knight was mm-hmm. kind of like a asynchronous multiplayer where you know one person would kind of do um what was it get the gems or something and the least amount of jumps or something like that or the fastest and then you came up and you kind of saw their ghost go along with you so right. that i mean that was kind of neat for you know for what it was it's nothing yeah it was, cool, it was a cool it's cool add-in yeah. but uh, other than that um i did download the pokemon mystery dungeon demo okay have you played um, it I did. I actually completed the demo. It's a, a fairly long demo. It's about 45 minutes, maybe. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't think I played this game at all when it when it came out. I know you okay. did. Right? I did. I played one of them. I can't remember if it was the Game Boy Advance one yeah. or the DS one. I think it was the DS one, but I yeah. I didn't get all the way through. I was yeah, because I played um because I was I kept thinking of Pokemon Ranger. Do you remember that game? Yeah. Where you like draw? Where you draw it around the uh around the around the Pokemon to catch them. That's pretty cool. That was, that was cool. Yeah, I, I would like to see them remake that because I, I that's what initially what I thought it was. I was like, oh, that's awesome because I, I, I think I actually beat, beat, uh, finished that game. But, but yeah, when I, once I downloaded it and uh, started playing, I don't remember it all. Um, it it's pretty cool. I mean, it's like kind of like a, it's like a dungeon crawler. Dungeon crawler, kind of like a super Diablo light torch light tor- torch light torch light light. Um. It's it's pretty cool for for what it is. I mean, you you wake up as a um, you're a human, and you wake up as a Pokemon, and it kind of asks you these series of questions based on your personality, and then it yeah. picks like from a pool of like 15 Pokemon, and uh, I ended up getting Mudkip, I think. But and then nice. you know if you don't like that Pokemon, you can say no, I want something different. But and then you get to pick a buddy, um, and I end up picking Cubone. Uh, I think you could pick like Charmander and Pikachu and Bulbasaur and stuff like that. So I think a lot of the main starters and then a couple of random, um, I think it's just maybe, maybe up to gen three at that point. They haven't added any. Yeah. Um, I think, I think when that game came out, I think it was either gen two or gen three. So it's either up to those. And then, and then you start and, uh, your character gives you a home or whatever. And then, uh, basically there's all these, um, what do they call them like these events these destructive mm-hmm. events happening around the world and you have to basically rescue pokemon that are in need so it, okay. it's pretty cool you go in there and um it's kind of like it's like a grid kind of a grid um i don't know maybe kind of like the zelda-esque dungeons where you kind of go from room to room and then you kind yeah. of fill it fills in the map as you go and uh there's different floors and stuff and depending on the mission or you know the side quest you're taking on It'll say, "Hey, Caterpie is trapped in floor three of you know this dungeon. You know, go okay. save him, and you you fight Pokemon and all that good stuff." So, and the fighting system's kind of like any other kind of dungeon crawler game. You just uh, you just click like on the A button, and it auto attacks for you. And then you can okay. hold down the right or left trigger, and then you can change moves as well. Um pretty cool i guess if there's something like more effective against something you can do that and then obviously your 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 buddy does the moves too and they can collect coins and chests and stuff like that so it's it's pretty cool i i I did enjoy my time with it the only thing that kind of just worries me a little bit is it does not look like a 60 dollar game yeah, like, are you talking about graphically? Or are you talking about no, like graphically, it's it's beautiful. Like the way they redid the animations and all that good stuff, it 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 looks great. I just, I don't know, it just doesn't look like a full price game. I mean, when this game came out in, on the three DS or DS, I think maybe even can't I can't remember. It might have been the original like Game Boy Advance or something, but I mean, I'm sure it was maybe thirty bucks or something, thirty forty bucks. I'm not. Yeah, probably I forty. Know. I think forty was like the well, I don't know. Back then, yeah, it wasn't until the uh, the 3ds that they even went up to 40. Right. Yeah. So it might have been 30 bucks. Hmm. I, I can't guess. remember the original the original price, but I don't know. It just doesn't. I mean, coming from 
Zelda, like, you know, like we've been talking about Link's Awakening. That was, you know, a beautiful game, an awesome port. Just, I don't know, just didn't feel like a 2020 $60 game. You talking about Link's Awakening? Yeah, Link's, or, you know, 20, yeah, 2019, you know, right. video game. So th- this is kind of what I feel is, is as well. Probably more so. Like, yeah, yeah, probably more so because I mean, it, I mean, there looks like there's a lot of game to it. I mean, there's there's definitely there's like kind of like a little hub world where you go to where you can train and um, mm-hmm. you know purchase stuff and you know put your money and stuff away because they say if you die in the dungeon then you lose. I don't know if it's all the money you had, but it's all the money that at least you gained while you were in the dungeon. Do you have um, a so chance? There's like, to... I don't right. know if there's a chance to go back and there's I there's certain items you can have equipped. To where if you like fall in the dungeon it'll revive you mm-hmm. but I, I don't know it's like dark souls where you can kind of go back and get your stuff okay are there, are there not, maps randomly generated they are yeah every time you every time you go into a because there's a there's like a um like a, a board or whatever like a message board that you go to and pokemon will um you know do requests to uh be saved or whatever and you might you it's but it is cool because like if you have you know three different requests in this one dungeon it'll say hey you know pikachu's on the second floor but also there's a pidgey on the fourth floor and then it'll say after you rescue pikachu first it'll say hey you've got more missions do you want to you do you want to continue or you can say no work me out so it's pretty cool that you can it kind of stacks the missions you don't have to like replay it every single time i wonder if that's a, a change Maybe that might be a nice quality of life change. Yeah, uh, that might have been something that people were kind of irritated about. Because yeah, I can see like, that. I can see that happening with the old one. Yeah, because there was. I mean, there was three missions I I took on, and I just and there's only there's only two dungeons that I've been to so far, so, um, it just let me you know it said hey do you want to go on I was like yep, so it was pretty cool. I have it downloaded on my Switch. I just haven't haven't opened it up yet. Yeah. So it's um it's it's pretty cool I, for what for what it was and what it is I like it uh, I think it's I think the graphics look nice it's very very beautiful game I do I do kind of want to see what it looks like on like just handheld mode um oh you played it on on the TV yeah 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 I downloaded it. I think I downloaded it yesterday mm-hmm. and then yeah I just started playing it today I, I wanted to play it before uh, before the podcast so, we, so I can talk about it but it's um it's it's pretty cool for what it is now the question is. Yeah. Are you going to buy it? I don't know. It might be one of those things where I'll wait and see. If mm-hmm. it's like a, a nice, you know, a nice value for your buck or something, I might I might pick yeah. it up. But it, maybe if it comes as of right now, I'm not, because the, the, the way you move is kind of weird. It's almost like you're on a grid or like a tile or whatever, and it's not like fully dimensional, if that makes sense. Like it's not, like when you're out in the main world, you can you know move move on the stick and you have a full range of motion. But when you're in the dungeon, you don't have that because whenever you're whenever a Pokemon that you're fighting comes into the picture, it's almost kind of like turn based in a way. Like if like you don't live, move, live turn based, right? Yeah. So they if you don't move, they don't move. So there's there's also like another you can either do like up down right or left. And then you can, I think if you hold R, you can go, you can go diagonally. Okay. But you, it's not like omnidirectional where you can just. No. Well, that's um, kind of like old top-down Zellas. 
Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, you can you can definitely tell it was originally made for like a D pad. Yeah. So it was uh it was cool for what it is. It's um I do I did like the I did like the gameplay and stuff. Mm-hmm. It just seems like kind of like one of those games where you know you're laying in bed and you hey let me knock out a couple dungeons real quick. Right. But as as of right now, I don't really think I'm probably gonna pick it up. But it's you're not just, super sold on it. Not super sold. I mean, the story was decent, whatever. Um, but. Yeah, I just I don't know. Seem it seemed cool, but nice. yeah, I need I need to play it. Yeah, I might play it on the train tomorrow or something. Yeah, now if now if it was like a thirty dollar game or something or twenty bucks, mm-hmm. oh yeah, I'd definitely pick it up. So I'm just I, I don't know. After this whole Nintendo Direct with Pokemon, I'm a little I don't know. They, they a seem wary. to be a little cash grabby. Yeah, I know what you mean. So um. But what what have you been playing? Uh so at work we our our busy season started yeah. this week. Yeah, mom said you had to work a little bit yesterday. Yeah, it wasn't too bad. I I just worked from home. Yeah. But and it hasn't like ramped up all the way yet. I think that's what this next week is going to be. So it hasn't mm-hmm. been terrible terrible. Um but I have had a decent amount of time to play The Witcher. <laughs> so I've been I mean, I've been grinding away. Get back into it. Oh yeah. So I got to Skellige, did all of the main mainline quests there, did a few side quests, a few contracts. And I feel like monster wise, or yeah, monster wise, Skellige is where the game really opens up. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't know if you've fought any Cyclops or uh because I, th- I didn't see him until Skellige. The only thing I can think of is whenever I was doing the um, the witches of Crookback Bog, or whatever, mm-hmm. uh, the crones, I was riding Roach around, and there was some like pretty large monster walking around. And I don't know if it was a cyclops yeah. or some sort of uh, giant or something, but that's right. I saw him, and there was like three question marks over his head. So I was like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna nope out of here, but. There's been a very, very good variety of enemies in Skellige. And all of the contracts have been fantastic. And even like the, the main story going through Skellige. And I think I think I'm at the like at the end game now. Okay. Um I probably have a few more hours. And this isn't a spoiler, but you're kind of you're gathering people okay. for a thing. And I'm at that point. Like Okay getting everybody for the for the big thing um so yeah so i'm I'm pretty close to the end and i'm so excited to get into the dlc because i've yeah. heard yeah. such good things about it about both of them yeah i say people say it's like some of the best like pieces of dlc ever right but do it heart heart of heart of stone is where you st- like the first one you're supposed to start, and then you do Blood of Wine, I think. I believe so. I think Heart of Stone came out first. Okay. Um, I, I believe so. And I wonder. I wonder if. I, I'm assuming you can play it separately. You don't have to finish one to do the other. I think there are level caps or level requirements, though. Oh, is there? Re- okay. Recommended levels. Yeah. So that, that's that's pretty nice to hear because like I'm not at the point where I'm like okay, I need to fight some more monsters. Mm-hmm. But I haven't really seen much other than, you know, the typical uh, drowner or water hag or whatever. 
um, I have been knocking away a couple of like Witcher contracts. Like I did the one where I can't remember what it's called, but it's, it's almost like a Griffin. It's out, it's right outside of um, where the bloody Baron town is. Okay. It was like the mission where the, the kid's father gets killed or something and gets dragged away and you have to go find where the monster lives or whatever. Um, so that's, that's pretty cool, but I'm starting to get like some really nice pieces of armor and like weaponry and stuff. Like I finally yeah. got like a new, uh, a new silver sword, which I was like, am I ever going to get one? Cause it's been a while. Yeah. It took me forever. Like when I was in, um, is that Velen? Yeah. Yeah. Velen. Right. Yep. Yeah. When I was in Velen, I just did not have a good silver sword. Yeah. I, I, I kept finding like nice steel swords, but I had the same Witcher silver sword for like the first, you know, half the time I was playing. Yeah. So I finally, I finally got a, a pretty, a pretty nice one. And, um, you know, I've started upgrading my skill tree and, you know, making like combining mutagens and all that stuff. So it's, it's, it's definitely starting to open up and I'm, I'm definitely glad I picked it back up and, right. you know, they, like properly dove into the game. Cause I just, I don't really know what I was thinking the last time I played. I just, <laughs> I wasn't paying attention to anything. I don't know. You hadn't watched the show three times yet. Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Shout there's been to, uh, seven seasons plan. Yeah. Hell, hell Yeah. <laughs> I'm all for it. No, that like the Witcher, I didn't I didn't really expect it, but I've been forced to make a choice between two decisions where I'm like, man, I I really don't want to do either one of these. Yeah. And I'm afraid of the outcome on one of them if I choose the other. Well didn't he and, say and when you when you're when you're left or when you're stuck between choosing the lesser of two evils, I'd rather not choose at all. <laughs> yeah but yeah that's that's kind of how it's been yeah i'm wondering how different the game would be if i played it another way because i don't know like some of the some of the side quests kind of go down a rabbit hole if you choose one decision and i'm wondering if you still get those same quest lines if you yeah choose the other dialogue option and kind of go with that yeah that's Uh, kind of interesting because i remember I remember finishing the Bloody Baron mission when I originally played and spoilers mm-hmm. for that mission um, if you have not played it, but um, that part where you go into that underground tree or whatever, you like go into the root system and there's like that evil, I don't even know what it was. It's like some sort of evil mass that was like stuck to the tree. Right. Like he, you know, he was said that you could free him and he would save the kids at Kirkback Bog, but in doing so you ended up killing, um, uh, and Anna, uh, the Bloody Baron's wife, or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, and then the Bloody Baron ends up, of course, hanging himself at the end. But oh, that that didn't happen for me. So, what happened with yours? I think so. The first time I played The Witcher Three, when I played it on Xbox, I think I killed it. Okay, but I don't believe I finished that. Well, I did finish it. I just don't remember how it ended this okay. time. I went in there and I think I killed it. Okay. I don't remember anyone dying specifically. I don't remember any kids dying. You're talking about the kids at uh, Crookback Bog? Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember them dying. Yeah, because uh, maybe I just wasn't super paying attention at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, he said some, he mentioned the kid, like saving the kids. But then there was no mention of it again. And then at the end of the... So basically, 
I, I guess I'll tell you how my, my situation happened. So mm-hmm. I ended up um, make, getting all the, like he, he, like he ends up wanting like a horse and a couple other ingredients and uh, he ends up going into the horse. Like he becomes like the horse. So I don't the know. Maybe, no, no, no. The, um, that monster underneath the tree. Like uh, he, his mission is like, you have to go get a horse and a couple other like ingredients and do this like ritual. And he basically becomes the horse and his eyes are like glowing red and stuff. So I guess, I, I don't know if he goes in and saves the kids or whatever, but he's like an evil spirit. So I don't know. You've let him live. Huh? You let yeah, him I, live. I let him live. Oh my, he looks so evil. Here's just, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, so like I let him live and you know, I didn't think anything of it. And then you go you know, to deal with the crones mm-hmm. and the witch hunters come and uh, the bloody Baron's daughter's there. I can't remember her name, but she's there. She's a witch hunter with uh, the eternal fire group or whatever. And um, the crones send out like this huge, like, um, like demon monster. Right. Did you fight that? Yep. Okay. So I fought that and killed it. And then you find um, Anna in the one that houses and she's turned into like some sort of monster. That happened. She's like a bluish green monster. She was just sick. Okay. Yeah, she was like a a plate monster or whatever. I think she ends up like helping you fight. So you get like an extra character to fight with you. And then you have to go underneath the um, the crone's house and pick the right uh, voodoo doll to save her. But then it turns out you go back up there and she ends up dying anyways. So then you um, and then of course Bloody Marion's daughter wants to have nothing to do with him nothing to do with him anymore and you know you go back to his town and you walk up the walk up the road and you can see him hanging from the tree like in front of his house so he killed himself what and then there was like and then after that yeah, there's like a quick little like video of like a monologue from Geralt and he's like and he, he talks about the lesser of two evils like the exact same way he does in the show and I was like oh it's uh-huh. awesome and then he was like, if I would have killed the tree or whatever, maybe there would have been a different outcome or something. And then that was it. Okay. So I, man, I didn't so, know how, yeah, how much of an effect that had. Yeah. In mind, he, the last time you see him, he's going off to like find a way to cure his wife. Yeah. And he's just, he's gone for the rest of the game, I think. Okay. So that's, that's crazy. I, yeah. I, for, yeah, I forgot about the, uh, the evil mass. Yeah. yeah that, the implication that had. Yeah, because I just, I mean, he said, he mentioned saving the kids. So I was like, okay, mm-hmm. cool. And it, it had no, it had no, I don't know. It didn't say, hey, you should, you know, really make this decision because there's going to be a, you know, a, um, so, you know, a different outcome for the mission or something. But right. it, was, it was just kind of cool the way it, it turned out that, you know, I killed it or you killed it and I did. It, and then like our stories were like completely different. Wow, that, that's, that's pretty awesome. Well, but uh, anything else you've been playing? Well, I do want to talk about one more thing. Yeah, yeah. So what's what's the bard's name in the show? It's Dandelion. It is Dandelion. Yeah, yeah. Okay, because I like at I was at a point in the game where I was with Jennifer, mm-hmm. and we were taking a boat looking for some treasure, and like they had like a little monologue while while the boat was sailing. Yeah, and they were talking about some past <clears throat> adventures that they had had. Yeah, and one of them was when uh, girl fi- found a gin and almost like uh, almost ruined Dandelion's throat because oh, that's awesome. 
And then they talked about another one where they were finding the golden dragon. And oh, how, wow. Yeah, and how like Geralt was about to fall off that, fall off the side of the mountain. Yeah. And I don't know, was, they were just flirting back and forth about like the view. And, and she was like, you were the only view that I wanted to see or something like that. Oh, <laughs> um, but I was like, what the heck? I didn't even know they pulled from the game like that for the show because that was just a direct tie to to the game i don't know i don't know if it was in a previous well it might have been um it might have been the books oh yeah that was probably a reference to the books yeah um and then the show got it yeah because this the show takes place i think before witcher one so it's Okay, yeah, but that, that's pretty cool though. I mean, see stuff like that you would have never known. That would just been yeah, kind of like a little side another, thing. It would have just been another conversation that I that I listened to. But yeah, and that, that's why I'm so excited for season two, just because I think the um now that everyone's kind of caught up in the timeline, that it's just mm-hmm. going to be, you know, it's just going to go forward. There's no, there's not going to be much. Yeah, they're just back and forth with kind of. past and present and stuff like that. So. Uh, which I mean, after watching this the, the second time, I really enjoyed the way they did. Um, you know, they did everyone's character and stuff. Yeah. But, but yeah, that that game's that game's great. I mean, <laughs> I know we're ta- I know we've been talking about a uh, almost five year old game a lot, but it deserves it, and I can't wait to can't wait to finish it. Finish but, I mean, it. I feel like I'll, most people feel that way too. Just you know, the the increase of you know playership on uh on it you know, on Steam and what, whatever, just because of the show. I mean, they said they were like up to like 100,000 concurrent players or something like that for a five-year-old game, you know, a single-player five-year-old game. That's insane. Yeah. So, I mean, that's that just shows the power of like television yeah. and yeah. like, you know, m- making these awesome franchises and spreading them out across different, you know, media platforms. Right. You know, it's, it's going to be interesting whenever – uh, they get this Halo series working. Um, you know, that's that's supposed to be yeah. still. That's been in the works for yeah for a while, like forever. I mean, I think they just said that Uncharted lost like its seventh director or something. They so, they do have the lead, right? It's um, it's Tom Holland. Yeah, that, I okay. think that's a good choice. Well, it's it's Tom Holland and Mark War- Mark Wahlberg. He's oh, he's so uh, he's Sully, yeah. So it's like yeah. a younger version of you know than than they are in the games. But I just think it's more, I don't know. I just prefer more of like television style stuff for, for games if they're going to go that route. I think that's just a better time than like movie. a movie. You only do so much in a movie. Right. That's And that's the problem is you already have all this context and you're trying to fit it or all this content and you're trying to fit it into an hour and a half to two and a half hours. Exactly, yeah. So I, I just feel it. like, especially with The Witcher, and then um, yeah. I'm pretty excited for the Lord of, Lord of the Rings TV show coming in yeah. the future. Um, that looks pretty cool. Or I don't think they showed any footage of it yet, but it sounds cool. So, um, so yeah, I just I just love, especially with The Witcher, just how enthusiastic it makes you to go back and you know play some older stuff. Right, so. right. I, I wonder. I, I bet the book sales have gone up. A oh, I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure they've gone up. You know, a decent amount too. Right. Well, uh, Project Red deserves it. Project CD Red. Yeah. CD, CD Project Red. <laughs> CD Project. Uh, CD, CD Red Project. They deserve it 100%. Yeah, hope, so hopefully there will be a Witcher 4 now. I mean, I, there was probably already plans of them doing it. Yeah, probably after. But actually, definitely they're after. Actually, they're working on it right now. 
now that they've yeah. pretty yeah, much Cyber, cyberpunk should be out in a couple months and uh yeah we'll see we will definitely see but that's about all i've been playing okay I've, I've been full in i haven't played any more death stranding gotcha i think i'm gonna put that one on the back burner until i finish witcher and i'm satisfied with how much i've played witcher yeah so and it's just it's just easier to play it hand like play witcher in handheld like i have to be physically be home to play death stranding yeah play witcher on the train or on the way to work or how wherever have you so that's the beautiful thing about the switch is just taking it with you it's yeah. such a it's such an awesome console yeah such a <sighs> such a cool console best console ever <laughs> really it is super super awesome okay so you want to go ahead and dive into some of the news uh, like I said, it's been kind of a um, lighter, lighter news week. Let's start with uh, a couple of a couple of charity-based stuff that I've kind of managed to pull. Um, Infinity Ward is selling an Outback pack to raise money for Australia. You know, obviously the horrible fires going on over there and you know right. killing millions and millions and millions of animals is yeah pretty heartbreaking to see, especially you know growing up watching um, uh, Steve Irwin. You know, I know his. I know his uh, family is doing big things over in Australia to help try to fight this the fires and stuff and raise money. Yeah. I love watching his son. Just oh yeah, he's like exactly like him. It's yeah. crazy. Like, it is crazy. So um, that, that's a cool thing for Infinity Ward to do, and I'm sure a lot of other developers right. are doing the same. Um, right. and then also, I don't. I don't know if you ever have watched Awesome Games Done Quick or AG. I have. Yeah, I've I've seen a few of their streams. Cool. Yeah, I'm not super into like speed running myself, mm-hmm. but it is awesome watching those videos and you know seeing the crazy. Yeah, I'm more for not necessarily glitches, more for like just people finding like tricks and stuff to to beat these games quick. But um, not just going from the first first room to the last boss. Yeah, or something like, like that. I mean, it's cool to watch and be like, oh, that, that's awesome. But yeah. um, So they raised they raised their $3.13 million for for charity. So that's... Jeez. Um, yeah, that's pretty cool. That it's supposed, They say it gets bigger and bigger every year and um, they have like a huge pre- presence on Twitch. Um, there's, there's one streamer that I watch um, that uh, I think his first year at, at this... Um, speed running was this was a couple of years ago i think but, okay. but yeah it, that's it's a super cool thing to watch every once in a while did they were they raising money for the australia no i mean i think they do like the various funds like various charities mm-hmm. um i think the one they did this year it may be every year as well let's see i, got I know saint up. jude is one of them that. Yeah, they do like various charities like Able Gamers and Doctors Without Borders and stuff like that. Gotcha. So it's um that's pretty cool. Cool. That's that's really amazing that I mean three million dollars is Yeah, that's insane. There was like they said there was like fifty four thousand people donated or something. Wow. So that's awesome. And people I mean people love watching <laughs> speedruns too. So Oh yeah. Oh yeah, it's super popular. Yeah, I watched um I don't know why, but I watched a Fire Emblem fates speed run and it's just crazy how you can speed run a, a turn-based strategy game but yeah there's yeah, yeah some games you would think that was was not possible <laughs> like yeah you can speed run which is crazy but and then seeing all the crowd reactions when like people do a, like a really insane trick or yeah a glitch yeah everyone just kind of goes nuts 
Yeah. And it's like, oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Um, cool. Assassin's Creed Ragnarok was leaked over the past week. Another, another day, another Ubisoft. Yeah, another leak. leak. All right. Um, I haven't, I haven't actually played Assassin's Creed since. I think we've been talking about this over the past couple of weeks, but since yeah, really we since talked about this with Trey last week. Yeah. Um. So I'm. I mean, the setting is it's like a Viking setting. So I'm super into that. Um. It's gonna be the one, man. I'm gonna play this one. I'm gonna. Yeah. Do it. I mean, after coming off of you know God of War and their whole like Viking esque setting they they had in that game, um, I'm all for it. Uh, you know, Assassin's Creed. I think I, I think really turned turned itself around over the last you know three or four years when they weren't releasing a game every single year you know they can kind yeah. of take their time and you know really do it right after uh well unity was like a dumpster fire yeah and then they did syndicate which was better it was better but it was still like just not it was still like great. yeah a yearly assassin's creed and then they took the year off yeah so this this was cool so it's got stuff um in the league it's it mentions like up to four players uh drop in drop out co-op kind of like um like ghost recon wildlands so i really think that, like every game they make is just going to be a huge open world that has just you know it has like endless kind of like endless stories and stuff that you can create yeah, with your endless friends points of interest yeah that's kind of like what they've been going for for the last like several entries now and they're in their kind of mainline stuff um, obviously they got you know newer rpg mechanics more weapon types um it looks like there's some sort of elemental based stuff with like lightning, fire, and frost. I mean, nice. they've kind yeah. of they've kind of taken Assassin's Creed and made it more. I mean, obviously it's a fictional series, but the the couple the first couple ones were kind of more of like in a realistic world. Yeah, they were more grounded. Yeah, more Aside definitely more grounded. There yeah, wasn't I, any sort of like. I mean, I think towards the end of three or and i think it's in like brotherhood there's like some sort of higher power spirit that came and talked to you or something so it's i guess it's slowly started to make that move but now it's like i think in the newest one you have like straight up superpower so it's so it's i mean it's cool i don't really care as long as it's a fun game um they said obviously stealth is returning um mentioned like conquest battles and stuff Mm. battles between like independent kingdoms so it looks like it's a a really nice sounding game so far yeah it sounds sounds like a solid solid entry yeah and i don't i don't know if they've ever had co-op in assassin's creed before Uh, unity unity had it and that's partially why it was a dumpster fire (laughs) it just didn't work so I mean, it, it looks, it sounds cool. I'm, I'm about it. I'm excited for whenever they release that trailer. Yeah. Um, I think not have playing the last couple of Assassin's Creeds, and I know the last couple have been like pretty awesome. So I probably won't play them and just go straight into this, you know, super fresh and just kind of ready for that for that world again. Right. Kind of have your have your mind blown by all the changes. Yeah, for sure. Um, but kind of the biggest news. This week, um, Nintendo released their 20-minute or so um, Pokemon Direct. Uh, they talked about um, Pokemon Home. That's supposed to think be coming sometime in February was when they mentioned it. Uh, March. Was it March? Okay. Yep. So Pokemon Home, if you don't know, it's just kind of like kind of what they've been doing with the 3DS. 
um what what is it, the Pokemon storage system where you can kind of bring your Pokemon and stuff? I can't remember. It, I can't remember what it was across called. games and platforms and stuff. Pokemon. So that, that's just kind of like a an overhaul, I guess, of that system. Yeah. So you can bring pretty much every Pokemon into that home. Um, now you can only bring Pokemon into Sword and Shield if they're in the Pokedex. So, but you right. but you can bring that stuff over if you, if you want to. Um, they also talked about um, Pokemon uh, Mystery Dungeon. They they announced that. That's coming um, out it, in March. Is it March as well? Maybe maybe home is February. And then and Mystery Dungeon is March. Either way, it's it's pretty soon. Yeah. Um it, it looks beautiful. Like soon. like we talked about earlier. Mm-hmm. Just not sure if it's a sixty dollar game. That just kind of Guess seems we'll a little see. much for I don't know, like it, it, it's hard to kind of hard to justify it, that. And again, it's like you know you're paying for the Nintendo, the Nintendo tax, but it's hard to pay more for a game that's almost fifteen plus years old and was not sixty dollars when it first came out. Yeah, and especially so, if they don't do much to it mechanically. Like I get like a graphical overhaul. Yeah, I, I mean I don't know. Like I said, I didn't play the original, so I don't know if there was any quality of life stuff. Yeah, or like that, or you know what they added to the game other than what was in the original so there may have been more stuff they added i don't i don't know but it just seems like a little bit steep and uh we'll talk about here in a second but a little bit cash grabby for pokemon fans so obviously the big the big news was um the sword and shield expansions dlc yep first uh, two rounds first time i think there's been dlc in like a mainline pokemon game which is which is really cool I think it's a good thing. I think it's much better than doing the half kind of half ass upgrade. Yeah, where you're yeah, you, you buy another full price game, you're getting, you know, maybe a little bit of a, a spin on the story or something. Obviously new Pokemon, new legendary, but you yeah. you couldn't ever bring over your save, which is the unfortunate thing. It was all you were always starting fresh. So for people who are super hardcore in a Pokemon, they've bought and sword, they've bought shield, and then you know if they didn't say they weren't doing another game. Um, like, I don't know, Pokemon, I don't I mean, know, Spear. I don't know. <laughs> if, anything, if anything, I think they'd do a Diamond and Pearl remake. Yeah, so I, I don't think they'll do like a third version of the game mm-hmm. at this point since they've got this DLC. And the DLC is 30 bucks um, for both of them. You get the Crown Tundra yeah. and the Isle of Armor. And they're more, I think they said they're the, in the, in the, in the zones, it's more of like the wild area. They're entirely wild. Yeah. Area. So I, re- I rewatched it today cool. just to make sure, but yeah. So that, that's super cool that they're, you know, full on going in that, in that direction. Cause that's, I think that's what fans, they enjoyed the wild area, but they just kind of wish there was more. Right. So it's nice that they're doing that in these DLCs. So that's really cool. I'm just. I'm wondering how they're going to do trainer battles with, I guess, I mean, because with, you know what I'm saying? Like outside of the wild area, you're kind of in like these corridors or these yeah. walkways where trainers are on like either side. Mm-hmm. If it's a maybe, big maybe open it'll wild area. Maybe it'll be in the overworld or something. Or maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe it'll be like a wild area, but then at some point it'll kind of narrow down to where you have to, you know, fight but yeah, I guess that's a very simple solution. 
So um, we, were, we were talking about uh, kind of being a cash grab earlier. Mm-hmm. So my main, it, I don't really care because I'm not a super hardcore Pokemon fan. I mean, I do enjoy it. And I, and I understand, you know, people have Pokemon from like red and blue. That they've carried with them over 20 plus years or so. Yeah. So I don't, I don't have that connection with my Pokemon. I just kind of play it. Um, I've, I've actually enjoyed the fact there's not, you know, 900 Pokemon in the game that it kind of makes it more reason, like makes more it more attainable. Yeah, yeah. To obtain all these Pokemon, there's only like, you know, 400 something. So it's, it makes the goal a little easier in my mind. But I can also see why people are pissed because, you know, the, the main thing they said about all these Pokemon was the animation. And the animation isn't super detailed. I mean, there's some nice looking uh, stuff. But great. It's kind of what we've been used to. Um, and I, I know with the DLC, if you don't buy it, someone can trade you the Pokemon. So you could still get it that way. Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's going to take a long time um, if, you do, if you're just refusing to, to pay for it. But if you're a hardcore fan, you're going to buy it. And they said with the DLC, there's going to be 200 plus Pokemon coming, some new, but mostly of them, most of them are going to be kind of the older stuff that you're right. used to before. So in a way, it just kind of feels like it's paywall to, to play with more Pokemon and use them. But you can, I think they said you can bring in those additional Pokemon. Yeah, from Pokemon Home or whatever. Yeah, you can bring those in. But you can bring them in in September, I think. Like into the actual, yeah. Whenever, whenever that first piece of DLC drops, I think is probably when you can bring them in. I would imagine. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, like I said, I, I'm not super pissed about it. I'm more excited the fact that uh, Game Freak is kind of moving along and they're they're kind of playing catch up with other studios. Obviously, DLC has been out since gosh, the horse armor in Elder in uh, Oblivion. Oblivion. So, I mean, it's taking them so, I mean, and they don't have to, I mean, they're, they have one of the the biggest game franchises in the world. I mean, they don't have to do these major iterations, but I think right now with sword and shield, I think fans aren't as happy as, you know, coming off previous years. Mm -hmm. So I think game freak is probably going to take, you know, all this negative, you know, negativity towards these games and maybe, Say hey, we should maybe we should actually, you know, listen to the fans and let's next go around. Let's really change things up and you know right. for the better. They kind of have to do a make good at this point. Yeah, for sure. Not because Sword and Shield are bad games, but because they just weren't iterative enough. I mean, we've. I mean, you you play the, Red and Blue and kind of. I mean, you've kind of played a Pokemon game. You don't. I mean, you, you can skip through, and it's nice. You can you can skip three or four Pokemon game and pick it right back up, and all that good stuff. But yeah, there's been hardly any iterations, and the stuff that they have been changing with like the Z moves and all that stuff is just, I don't know. I, I feel like the Gigantamaxing, if it's not changed, like the Gigantamaxing is cool because the Pokemon look different, but Dynamaxing, Dynamaxing, it's kind of lame. I mean, it's just they look kind of stupid when it, they're bigger. Yeah, and it just—I don't know. It just I, I've enjoyed it for a Pokemon game, but mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about it before. But I don't think I would get the next one unless it's just completely different, or you know, there's just some major new mechanic or something. Right. Like, 
I, I want them to take the world of Xenoblade Chronicles mm-hmm. 2, which is like a, a big open field, very expansive, massive yeah. terrain, landscapes, whatever, and just put Pokemon in it. Yeah, I mean, that, that's kind of like the dream was what, when you first started playing Pokemon and watching the show. It's like, I just want to be in the world, like a, a huge, like open world and just catch Pokemon. Yeah. And we kind of got that with the wild area, but it yeah. was not enough for majority of people. I mean, it's super cool, like watching like a giant Pokemon run towards you. Like it's kind of scary, but but once, once you get to the regular towns, it's, I'm playing Pokemon again. You know, I'm playing what I've been playing for the last 20 plus years. Yeah, it looks prettier and, you know, there's more platforms and moving platforms and stuff and what have you. But I don't know. I just think they need to, with the next one, really, Yeah. you know, dive deep. And, you know, hopefully this DLC is, you know, um, a, a starting point for them and, you know, really taking their time to craft a a better world for its players. Right. I also think they could change up the battle system and have it be more like a live turn-based. Yeah. Kind of like, um, like Final Fantasy fifteen. Well, maybe not. Yeah, I mean that would be super cool. You know, or like Dragon Quest eleven. Yeah. I know you you haven't played it, but like you have an option of doing just a regular turn-based, just like Pokemon or, or whatever mm-hmm. have you. Or you can do a live where you're physically running around, but you're mm-hmm. still selecting like attack, yeah, or magic, and it just it feels more seamless within the world. Right, right. I mean, something it, like that. Something. I mean, something like maybe like you control the Pokemon themselves, and then you could run around, yeah. and dodge, and you know, you still have your A button does water gun or whatever. Uh, that would be that would be really cool, you know, to yeah. do it that way. But I don't know. I mean, I can't. I couldn't see them going that route. I feel like would, the turn-based thing is gonna probably be here for a long time. But that would be a really cool way of doing that. Yeah, Th- that would or, be too difficult to to yeah. do with all nine hundred something Pokemon. Yeah, yeah, it probably would. But I don't know. Unless they rebooted it, then I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like a spinoff, kind of like a Let's Go. Yeah, yeah. Like maybe, yeah, maybe have like a separate game where it's just one region and that's it. There's nothing else. You only catch the Pokemon on that region. You know, kind of like starting fresh. But the gameplay is. Yeah, but the gameplay is like completely different. Or they just have another Pokemon game that's just different than the main main line. So I don't know. That's where I'm at with Pokemon. I still enjoy it. Uh, I'll definitely, I'm definitely going to finish it. I'm just, it's been kind of a a slow burn for me. Right. Um, yeah, but yeah. Just I'm glad that they they're doing the DLC. They also did a really cool thing with the DLC, like toward like towards the end of the direct, where they said, "Hey, if you go into town right now and go to the train station, you'll see your, you know, your appropriate person, um, there, and they'll kind of give like some details about you know the the Isle of Armor, and then a then a um, a Galarian Slowpoke comes out of the train, and you can catch it." So they kind of like build up a little bit of hype in the game for the DLC. And yeah. I don't know other games that I can think of have really done that. Um, I can. I, I mean, know. Resident Evil 2 definitely had that little, um, they had they had an achievement to where if you find the letter from Jill, 
before Resident Evil 3. And then I think in the beginning of the game, oh. you can hear Nemesis talking or something in the background since Resident Evil 2 is like a prequel to, th- to 3 or, or maybe 3. three is a, they, they kind of play along with each other. They inter- intertwine. They inter- yeah, the stories kind of like intertwine. Not not necessarily like the characters do, but the time timeline intertwines. Yeah. But yeah, that was really cool because I mean, I caught the, I went in there and I caught the the slowpoke, whatever, and I was like, okay, cool, I'm I'm ready for the DLC. <laughs> I was like, okay, this is awesome. Like they completely ended, prepared. They, you know, they ended the the direct with, hey, right now, go into the game and, you know, here's a essentially a free Pokemon. And you just gotta catch it. That's nice. And they're like, whenever you, I think whenever you bring slowpoke into the Isle of Armor, you can obtain a, obtain an item to evolve into a Slowking or a Slowbro. Maybe you can find it now, but I'm pretty sure you have to wait until the Isle of Armor. But I mean, that, that's yeah. super cool the way they kind of integrated that. Yeah, that's awesome. Free free stuff is always good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely all the free stuff. But I mean, oh. the pricing is thirty bucks. You're getting both DLCs for that price, so it's not, it's not bad. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely you know at least it's not thirty bucks. If it was thirty bucks per DLC, I don't know how I'd I would have in the middle finger and walk away. Yeah. So I know people are pissed right now. I've kind of been reading the comments and stuff of various videos about, oh my gosh, this is just a paywall for the next. And I mean, it kind of seems like it is. And I just, I don't know what they were kind of thinking after the negativity they've got towards the national decks and then doing it this way. I don't know. They, they should have just, uh, you know, stood their ground. Yeah. Just they, had new Pokemon, but I don't know. Like, I mean, they could have been like, Hey, these 200 Pokemon, are going to be in the game now and then but also in the new area but only in the new area are these new pokemon right i think that would have been probably the smarter way to do it i just think they they didn't uh telegraph it well yeah they didn't communicate it well that, that you could still bring in the new pokemon or bring in like your old pokemon that are now new yeah yeah that weren't previously allowed in the game yeah for free but for free obviously yeah so, I mean, who knows? They may change it, to like, but I doubt it. But mm-hmm. yeah, they, they just didn't telegraph that well with the fans after that yeah, huge uh, negativity. Yeah. But um, let's see. Do you want to take a break, or do you want to roll right into the topic of the week? Uh, let's let's take a quick break. Okay. To... All right, guys, welcome back. We are um going to talk about the uh, topic of the week. So it's yeah, kind of yeah. like um. I mean, we've kind of been talking about it already a little bit with Pokemon yeah. and all that good stuff. But uh, just basically, you know, obviously next generation of consoles are coming out this year um, sometime during the holiday season, October through December. Mm-hmm. We'll probably know a lot more details towards E3 timeframe. Um, I'm sure PlayStation will do some sort of state of play kind of thing. Yeah. They weren't I'd, at E3 last year. I'd bank on them doing that rather than them being at E3. Yeah. Um, maybe, gosh, maybe like, February, March, maybe they'll, I mean, over, over the last week at CES, they have revealed the PS5 logo. Dude, it looks sick. Yeah, it looks awesome. I mean, Amazing. people are like hating on it or whatever, but like it's, it's, it's PS5. They're not going to do, they're not going to do anything different. Not why, would do they, why would they even bother like releasing the logo? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's just, I, I don't know. It's it was kind of silly. It was like the president went on stage, was like, this is our logo. And he was like, I'm out. <laughs> like nothing nothing like a lot of people thought that you know since 
you know, um, Microsoft came on stage at uh, the uh, Game Awards, the Game Awards, and like dropped the. I mean, I don't think I didn't expect that this no, soon. Like what it looks like and stuff. I think people are expecting Sony to kind of do the same thing or give some sort of details, but I think they just talked about some of the specs they've already revealed and then the logo. Um, so yeah, new, new new generation of consoles are coming out. Right. Nintendo is what did the switch came out? What? 2016, 2017 was it 2017. Yeah. Was it? Oh God. Oh yeah, it was. So, so they're coming up on year four of a switch, right? The, no, well, year three, year three. Year three. It'll be it'll be three years old. Gosh, you should... yeah, because yeah, because Callum was born in May of 2017. Yeah, okay. <laughs> um, I, I, I for some reason I thought it was 2016. Um, so yeah, new new uh, new consoles are coming out. Um, you know, Microsoft is really going all in on this Game Pass, and you know their As their live should. service, of course. I mean, they're they've been absolutely destroying it with with in those regards. Right. So, and then obviously all the old Xbox games and 360 games are all going to be backwards compatible. And I think PlayStation is kind of doing the same thing, at least with PS4 games. I'm not sure what their PS3 and lowers looking like. So here, here lies Nintendo. I mean, they've been killing it with their, with the switch, obviously when they dropped the light back in um, September, September, yeah. 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 When they dropped that, I mean that that's been killing it. They are they were obviously smart to get that thing out before the holidays. Yeah. Get it ready for Pokemon because that's their you know their main their main seller. Um so and I believe Nintendo the Switch was the number one selling console of twenty nineteen, which is oh yeah. Awesome. And I mean, it was the best selling of twenty eighteen, I think. Yeah, so I mean it's I mean obviously it's it's way younger than uh Xbox One and PS4. So I mean I think it's oh, outsold the Xbox One. Oh, has it caught up to Xbox One? Yeah. Dang, that's it's... pretty crazy. I know PlayStation just hit like over 100 million. Which is wild. I didn't bells. So I that, that's insane. Yeah. So I think Microsoft is going more of a direction of just getting their stuff on everything. Um, there's been that rumor or the talks of getting like the Xbox app on the, the Nintendo Switch so you can play mm-hmm. Xbox games. Um, that's been kind of in the talks for a while now, I believe. So I think Xbox is just more of like they they've been on board with connecting gamers across console that you know Sony's really been the one that's been holding out on cross platform playing, which they're is they're the sticklers. It's so stupid. Like it's it's so stupid. Like it makes so much sense to I prefer the PlayStation controller or I prefer the Xbox controller. Right. Whatever you want to play with, you can still play with your friends. That that's just yeah. the future. It's, I mean, it's going to happen. Um, I think Call of Duty Modern Warfare was like the biggest one to kind of start that. Because that was like the, the biggest game to kind of have that cross platform. Well, so there, that, there's Fortnite cross- too. Well, for, yeah, Fortnite started, but like Call of Duty was like the next next big thing to come along. Yeah. Um, yeah, Sony's been the, the big stickler of that. But going back to Nintendo, mm-hmm. what, I mean, there, there's been the rumor of the, 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 Pro, the Switch Pro. And that's that's been gaining some more ground lately. So do you do you think that's coming this year, or do you do you think Nintendo even needs to put out a new console? See, I think I think they're working on it, and whether it comes out this year or next year or early next year, I have no idea. Yeah, but 
the Switch is already such a separate console. Like it's it's either someone's only console or it's a secondary console to yeah. uh, like an Xbox or PlayStation. And it's kind of already like dug out its own market. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much it'll be affected by the PS5 or new Xbox. Yeah, I mean, because when you think of Pro, I mean... Obviously, it's probably going to still do the same thing the you know the original Switch does. Obviously, yeah. but you know maybe maybe a better horsepower, um, probably 4K compatible, um, all that good stuff. And li- like you were saying, you know it is it's been that with been that way with every Nintendo console. You don't expect high performance out of these things. You don't expect no. you know the best graphics. You I mean obviously all of Nintendo's first party stuff looks amazing and they really know how to you know work their hardware but i just don't feel like there's a market for it right now i, I don't think i mean maybe maybe we'll see i don't know a switch 2 or the switch pro maybe sometime next year 2021 yeah i just i just don't think they need to do it because like you said it's you know it's a, a, probably a lot of people's secondary console you know to the xbox pc playstation right so it's got its own little I don't know, carved out market. And those people, sure, if they if they buy the new Xbox or new PlayStation, they buy it. But they're still going to be buying games on the Switch, and they yeah. already have it. It's like, I don't know. It's it's a weird concept. And with the Switch Pro, like at at what cost? You know, is it going to lose its ability to be handheld? Because if that's the case, then you just have a home console. Yeah. And I know the Switch Lite is. A dedicated handheld but yeah it's a dedicated handheld that you can play the witcher on yeah you know it's it's a lot different than having a dedicated home home console that's still less powerful than the playstation 5 right i'm okay with having a less powerful console if i can play in my bed or play on the train but you know if i have a switch pro and it can it only it can only stay in the dock or whatever. It's just a dedicated home console and still less powerful. And there are no yeah. exclusives for that system. Then yeah. and then and then at what what's gonna be the cost of this thing? I mean, the Switch is already three hundred bucks. I feel like that's a probably a pretty nice price. Maybe maybe we'll see a price drop this year. Two fifty maybe. Yeah. Um, that's the only thing I can really think of, but. I mean, I mean, gosh, the, the Switch Pro 4K, whatever. I mean, is that gonna be a four hundred dollar thing? I mean, Nintendo. I don't think Nintendo's ever had any console above three. No. So, and then all of a sudden, you're kind of, you know, to go to the the Pro, you're kind of making it harder for developers that want to develop for the Switch because now they have to create um, games that can run on all three systems. I mean, the, the switch Lite and the, the base switch is they're effectively the same. They're pretty much the same thing. I mean, the, uh, I mean, the graphical power is probably gonna be a little bit better on the switch just cause you can dock it. Um, and that's about it. But when you throw in a pro, then you got to, then these developers have got to make sure that it runs great on the pro, but also run great on, you know, the base, the base switch. And I think that's what a lot of people had problems with like the Xbox one X and the PlayStation four pro is because you have these two separate consoles. You've got to make sure it runs on the base one first 
and then you're going to get some extra power with the pro and stuff. So it's good from there. So a lot of games, especially I think the most recent one I heard was Control, which runs pretty nice on the pro, but when you get to the base PS4, it kind of... It's terrible. Yeah, it kind of gets like muddled up and like frame rate and stuff. So it's it's a weird it's a weird situation where you have pros and stuff like that, um, and obviously you know you, you know in the middle of a you know a console's lifetime you you're going to like iterate and make it better. It's just kind of yeah. makes it a little bit more difficult to develop games. I just don't want to yeah. see another new Nintendo 3DS situation where they have a more powerful 3DS marginally, but only a certain amount of games are. Yeah, the exclusive. only game. The only games that I can remember were Xenoblade Chronicles 3D. Yep. That was an exclusive. Majora's Mask. Was Majora's Mask exclusive? No. That one was on the base. Okay. But you could you could use like the C like the little C nub. Yeah, yeah. Control the camera. So there wasn't really there was only like a couple games that were like considered new. And then I think Binding of Isaac was exclusive to the new. I don't know why. Yeah, and that's, I mean, that's kind of a thing that's weird with some of the naming for this stuff because the new Nintendo 3DS, like, it's it's just kind of, of, it splits your audience and it it just kind of makes it weird. Yeah. I think that's the last thing they want is to have to battle with themselves, sell a product. Yeah. Even right now, like, I've had friends text me on, like they're so indecisive on whether they want to get a switch or switch light and they just can't decide if you know they're Yeah, I mean I, I think I would always recommend just the base switch. Yeah. Just because you can kind of do everything with it. Um I, I'm kind of wondering what the demographic is for the light. Probably I, a lot I'm, younger. Because I'm sure there's a lot of people in your situation and, and podcasts that I listen to, a lot of these people have gotten the secondary switch, mm-hmm. you know, and they've made their switch light, their primary, because they take it everywhere with them, and then they make their base switch. You know, the secondary because it's at home and it's on Wi-Fi always, and you're never going to leave your house with it. Now that you have this second switch, now unfortunately, some games, especially like Pokemon, don't have uh, the cloud save, so it's like a little weird with certain stuff. Yeah, I've just realized I can only play that at home. Yeah, because I can't take my my regular switch out with me right so it's yeah it's a little weird in those regards um in those certain in those certain situations but yeah i just don't know if there's i don't think there's any room for a third switch i just i feel like that would be way too much and then do you do you discontinue the 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 base switch i mean i don't know i just don't feel like they need to do anything with yeah if anything i i think they should just do uh, like a new don't call it the new switch but like a, a switch Two, like in 2021 or 2022 yeah yeah I, th- I think that's probably the best bet i could think of yeah i mean i, I don't know maybe, maybe there's maybe there's room for it you know if they're gonna discontinue the old switch or something yeah. and then just have the upgraded and then just have the light but i still don't think that move should happen until 2021 yeah, just like, because I'm I mean, here for it, is, huh? I like I'm here. For, I I I I don't not want it. Yeah, right. Oh yeah, definitely. It's Nintendo. Yeah. Like you want you want like everything they get. They just yeah. That's just the way it is. And if it can still undock 
if it still does the switching, then I don't know. I, I just think probably E3, they'll probably announce like new colors for the Switch Lite, definitely. Yeah. Maybe some new colors for like the base switch. The the main thing I want them to upgrade is their their online. I think coming into how good Xbox is and PlayStation's catching up with their online service. And as far as like the free games and stuff they offer, I think Nintendo's got to get on board with that stuff. They're, they have to. They're, I mean, having the NES and SNES games are cool. I just, I don't want to play those games. It's cool that they're there. There's, I just, I don't get excited for that kind of stuff. I want beaten to death too. Yeah. I mean, we, we've gotten them. We've got the, I've got the SNES and the NES classic. Mm-hmm. Now I've got them on my switch. You know, I think it's time that we start getting, you know, the kind of the eShop back that was on like the Wii U or like on the the Wii U and all that stuff where you could buy the Wii, Wii U, 3DS, Wii U, GameCube games, 64 games, like everything. Game yeah. Boy games, why not? Just put it all on there. You know, and then have like a rotating free game thing, you know, every month or something you get a decent like first party Nintendo game. like Not an old one. Yeah. Like throw but- like Yoshi's World on there. Crafted World or something, or you know, Captain Toad Treasure Tracker, or some sort of like older-ish game. Um, that's not quite you know the newest thing, obviously, but I don't know. I think it's time to Nintendo kind of upgrade their step it up. Yeah, just roll out some some awesome free games for people. Yeah, that would be great. I I just think I think this is the year for them to if they're if they're not gonna have a a pro, and I don't think they need it right now mm. i think it's time for them to focus on their online stuff right because it it's just not really amp that up i mean it's super cheap i mean it's five bucks a month i mean it, it's super cheap it's even cheaper than that it's twenty dollars a year well it's twenty dollars a year but i think it's five dollars a month i don't i don't think i've well, that's what I, that's what i pay a month i haven't done the, done the year thing yet Wait, you pay five bucks a month yeah that's 60 bucks a year yeah no, really? Mm-hmm. Just do the yearly. Uh, yeah, I know. I need. I need to do that. I need to start doing that with like all the stuff. Yeah, to, like buy it outright or whatever. But um, but yeah, I mean, I just feel like they need to upgrade their their online service. I mean, obviously, like Smash and Splatoon. I mean, as far as like the connectivity and the network, it's it's always been pretty good. Mm-hmm. I mean, I remember like Splatoon. You could just jump into a match like immediately. Like there was yeah, hardly ran, any, ran, any ran. wait time. But. Yeah, as far as like a service of value, I think they need to get some better stuff or like some original stuff. I mean, they had Tetris 99, which was cool. But other than that, that's like been only really original game. I mean, they did have that Kirby uh, Clash game or whatever that came out. Yeah. Earlier this year, it's like a four-player, eight-player, multiplayer game thing. Right. I didn't, that wasn't I never anything, actually... anything to write home about. No, I mean, it was just like a free game and you could, it's got like microtransactions and stuff in it, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they just need to upgrade their stuff. They need to get with the times, man. Yeah. Finally. <sighs> so we'll, we'll see. I'm definitely excited for this year's E3. More so than I have ever, be a big I, one. ever had been because, I mean, obviously the year of new consoles and stuff, you know, everyone's coming out guns blazing. You're just excited for Halo. Oh yeah, dude. <laughs> but I'm also excited just to see how Nintendo responds because, right? I don't know. They're. I feel like you get. I just get so hyped up for their directs, and then like I'm always slightly disappointed by them. Oh, wait, every time, I don't even know what I want, but I'm always yeah. 
But like, I don't know, man. Just give me just remake Ocarina of Time. Put it on the Switch. <laughs> Free, just get a, remake all the Zelda games. Put it on there. Yeah. Remake um Skyward Sword and take out motion control garb. Maybe I'll finish it if they do. Yeah. But I've heard I've heard uh I've heard rumors, probably wrong, but uh, rumors that Master Chief Collection could come to the Switch. Really? Yeah. I mean, if if they have like an Xbox app or something on there, I mean, you, you theoretically should be, be able to play every Game Pass game at least. Yeah. So I, mean, I, I think that's the way they're going to go, definitely with Xbox. So. I mean, they've already put Cuphead. They put Ori. I I I bought Ori, just haven't played it yet. Yeah. Um, I never actually did play that game. I know it's on Game Pass. So I, need, I need to play it before the the second one comes out. I think it comes out next month, doesn't it? I think so. So. Oh yeah. yeah I need I need to check that game out. But yeah, I think I think that's gonna wrap it up for uh for that topic. Um if you guys ever wanna come on the show, just uh if you if you know us personally, you can always just text us or whatever. Yeah. Um but you can always email us gaming with the bros at yahoo.com. Yes, you email or if you us, have uh, any topics or questions you yeah. wanna ask. Yeah, like like I we were talking about last week, I think eventually um I think I like I like the news, obviously the games we've been playing. I do wanna get mm-hmm. At some point where we can just talk, do emails instead of having to come up with a topic of the week every week. Um, so yeah, if you if you want to just email in like random topics, you know, doesn't even have to be gaming related, right? Um, just throw it in whatever you know, whatever you want to talk about. You know, we'll bring it up. But you know, if it's obviously if it's appropriate, but uh, <laughs> you know, we'll talk about that. And that's kind of like the vision I see for the future. So that would be that would be super cool for episode ten and beyond. Yeah. So I think we'll. I think I'm gonna try to push for um, a guest next week. Um, okay. Try to find someone um, on our own. But yeah, if you ever ever wanna, if you're interested in coming on, always you know just shoot us an email. And mm-hmm. if you want to uh, leave some feedback on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or Spotify or any other, um, we mm-hmm. we actually weren't on iHeartRadio, and when I checked the website, what? and I did get us on there. So we are on there now. So just okay. leave us a review, you know, leave us a review and say how you're liking the show and all that good stuff. It's much, much appreciated. So we're officially everywhere. Is that? Yes, I believe so. I think. Correct. Let me, let me, uh, let me double check. Spotify, okay. Apple, iHeartRadio. I can't think of anyone else. Now there's a lot of podcasts. Yeah. Outlets. Uh, let me just look at my phone because I think I'm logged out on. Let's see. Tell me why you're calling me. Oh, I was song, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I think we're, we're I think we're on everything. iHeartRadio, like Overcast, yeah, Stitcher, all all that good stuff. So we should be like pretty much everywhere, like on the main main stuff. So yeah, just um, if you if you wouldn't mind just leaving us a review and uh, you know give suggestions if you want to, leave us an honest review. Yeah, that's five stars or higher. Yeah, uh, five <laughs> stars. You could talk all the all the junk you want. Just make sure it's five stars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's gonna do it for this um for this week's show, episode nine in the wrap. Mm-hmm. Next week's a, a big one, episode ten. Double digits. Double digits, man. Double digits in twenty twenty. 
Um, hopefully there's some hopefully there's some good news over the last you know in the next week or so. Um, we'll be back with you guys again on Sunday. Sunday and, uh, at eight thirty. Yeah, Sunday at eight thirty. I think we've been able to usually you usually nail the eight thirty time frame. We stuck to it pretty well. We're always a few minutes late, but yeah, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah. But yeah, I guess I appreciate everyone watching, and we will see y'all on the next episode. See y'all next week. Later. I'm